and welcome. This is Frame by Frame. We're in a car. Yes, we're en route to um, a cinema at the Trafford Centre in Manchester. What are we going right. to watch, Stephen? We're going to go watch The Muppets. No, 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 no. Um, we're going to go watch <laughs> Avengers Age of Ultron. You talking to me? Did you have a brain tumor for breakfast? Well, who the hell else are you talking? You talking to me? No, funny how. I mean, funny. Clown. I'm Peter Vinkman. We all go a little mad sometimes. Man who doesn't spend time in this time is a little bit mad. Yeah. Kind of a big deal. You want answers? I think I'm entitled. You want answers? I want the truth! You can't handle the truth! I'm gonna show you something beautiful. Everyone screaming for mercy. You want to protect the world, but you don't want it to change. You're all puppets. Tangled in strings. Strings. It's the end. The end of the path I started us on. Nothing lasts forever. There are no strings on me. We are. I watched it last night, and I'm going to watch it again this morning. <laughs> yeah, literally, he went out last night at 8 o'clock. Was it 8 o'clock? Half 8. Half 8 to watch it uh, in 3D uh, at an IMAX, IMAX screen. Maybe, yeah. IMAX, And uh, he, he watched it. He, he went to, uh, got home at 12. He sent me a, a, a vile uh, voicemail message. Uh, you were pretty excited. Yep. Really and uh, so he came home, went to bed got up this morning hugged his wife and kid came back out to watch it again yeah well I thought it was important that Stephen watch it and we discussed the film exactly I mean I, I could have just blagged it and pretended that I'd seen it but uh, yeah, what was the fun in that exactly you don't want to do that again do you <laughs> when did I do that before I'm, I'm not at liberty to say oh okay yeah, yeah. So well. all, all those Indiana Jones films I was a little bit too young to yeah. go and watch those I'm yeah, afraid seven. yeah nothing about seven that was all I, right. seven that's crazy i was actually i actually saw that in um in, in the most rundown cinema in boston it got knocked down the uh, i think the following year as a vile cinema really horrible that's twice you use the word vile vile i love the word vile today it's good the, the road is quite um, busy at the moment we're, we're heading towards the trafford center so it's bound to bound to look a little bit uh, dicey at times yeah, and we've got this 50 mile an hour limit all around the M60 while they do nothing to the motorway at all. It's quite frustrating. It's the same all around the world, I think. You always get motorways and roadworks, but there's never anybody there working, ever. Let's get to the point now. I can't find my way to the bathroom unless there's a row of traffic cones leading me there. That's quite a helpful beacon when it's, when it's middle of the night. Yeah. 
So anyway, Age of Ultron. Yes. Um, it's about um, Tony Stark tries to come up with like a peacekeeping program. So the Avengers don't really need to avenge anymore because there'll be these robots that will instantly any threat towards the human race will be distinguished. Sorry, extinguished straight away. So okay. and so they can be taken out of it and perhaps actually have lives. And this this AI, which is called Ultron, um, Tony tries to create. Um, it sort of becomes self-aware and realizes that the only threat to this planet is humanity. So he must destroy all of humanity. Right. So it's a little bit bigger scale than the last movie. Yeah. It starts off full on James Bond. It's got like a Bond opening to it. It's all like action. really, yeah. It's great, just full on action, and then um, it's a lot darker than um, we used to the Avengers films being. And uh, it, it's quite good because Ultron, who's voiced by uh, is it James Spader. Oh, I hope so. Yeah, yeah him. <laughs> he's got real daddy issues with Tony Stark, and there's this. Yeah, it's really good. But he's like, even though it's this this artificial intelligent robot it's like really witty and intelligent and um, well that's James Spader I mean he's well it's just Whedon scripts yeah it's his script but J- James Spader has a delivery that's probably well, quite yeah, it's dry and uh, yeah absolutely yeah, yeah. yeah. I, mean, I loved him in Boston Legal incredible yeah cool. well I'll have your thoughts after we've seen the film obviously but um, this film would not have worked if it wasn't for Joss Whedon's script it, it, it's just it's subversive like the original Avengers Assemble was but it's just it, it, when it cut just a comedy in its script it's not like on your face comedy just witty one liners and it's just brilliant it's really really funny really good yeah I kind of loved it can't wait to see it it's again it's great I mean, I mean, you'll be able to watch it with a little bit more of an analytical view on the second time yeah I'm going to be sitting there going well, exactly. And you'll be you'll be like going okay, so that scene connects with that, and yeah. uh, you'll be making putting all the pieces together while I just. Because last night was 3D IMAX, it was an incredibly immersive experience, probably the best IMAX experience I've had. Yeah. That's good. So we're watching it in 2D now. Um, I'll be able to just watch it as a film, as opposed to being inside the actual film. So you, you saw. Um, uh, was, how many times did you see Godzilla? Once. <laughs> that was enough, right? Yeah, I don't need to see it anymore. I just, no, I watched it again, but like at home. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Just trying to think. Oh, it can't be that bad. It can't be that bad. It's like, it yeah. That great. And Lucy, did, did you watch that? How many times? Once. That was once as well. Yeah. Um, do you think you're going to break the record with uh, Avengers? I mean, what, what film have you actually been to that you've actually been constantly over and over again? Was there a film that you've been to the cinema more than three times, four times? Independence Day. Indep- Independence Day? Yeah, when that was released, I um, we've talked about this because I was sort of, I was zapped in by the whole marketing campaign for yeah, it. Yeah. So when it actually released, even if the film was awful, I think I was already decided that the film was going to be the best thing you'd ever seen anyway. But yeah, I think I must have watched that about five six times at the cinema I watched Guardians of the Galaxy four times that was that was the one that was what I was thinking of I was thinking you. yeah you've definitely seen that four times yeah I watched yeah. four times ooh traffic's looking a little bit hazy I've got motorcycles on the outside lane got uh try and get into this lane now 
He's just concentrating at the moment, so I'm just taking hold of the uh, of the, the the audio recorder. This is kind of this is a very different podcast. <laughs> it's kind of like Challenge Annika, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> oh well. So yeah, so Guardians of the Galaxy you saw four times. I have only been to the cinema to see an, uh, a film more than once, only once. I've only seen one film twice in the cinema. What was that? As good as it gets, Jack Nicholson. Oh, right. Okay, good film. And both with two different girls. Oh, double dating. It was one of those joyous, joyous times of my life where, yeah. What if this is as good as it gets? That was one heck of a year for film. It was. That was Jerry Maguire, wasn't it? And American Beauty. Wasn't it? Jerry Maguire. Um, American Beauty was the year after. Year after. It was Good Will Hunting. Oh, as good as it gets. Titanic. Okay, so the Trafford Centre sign is just coming up, so we'll be uh, we'll be signing off soon. Yep. Yeah, I'll have to focus on driving now, guys. So uh, yeah, catch you. We'll, we'll catch you in the car park. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'll see you in the car park. <laughs> We are heading into the Trafford Centre. Yes, we are. Consumer capital of Manchester. Yes. Oh, can you smell that money? <laughs> just just spilling away. <laughs> Look, there's a bin full of money. <laughs> I put, I've just got, I put £5 in the bin. Just Yeah, we just dropped it in because that's what, that's what they need us to do. Now, let's, let's just forget about buying stuff. Yeah. It's quite quiet at the moment. What right, what right-minded person would come to the traffic centre at this time in the morning to watch a film and <laughs> shop? Ridiculous people. Odeon Cinema. We're, we're just passing the um, the quartet band. We're heading down to New Orleans. Yeah. Which really is authentic, isn't it? Yeah. It's got weather spoons and everything, just like just like New Orleans. <laughs> Last time we were here, we were. Uh, getting uh, video footage for something weren't we yeah we were going to do a trailer weren't we for um, Cinedine yeah that's right and that's we right. had um, a shot so if you've never been to the Trapper Centre it's like a bit in the middle it's like a boat and they have like this big screen up and we had every, we had a shot of everyone eating and I put like the trailer of Evil Dead on it didn't I got all that blood yes <laughs> yeah that's it yeah we're kind of trying to subvert the idea that people will just what have anything in the background whilst they're eating because it, it's more about the food than the actual film or the cinema yeah the experience of it is all about food which we're not going to do as well we, we, we're in here at the Odeon but we're not going to buy any food no matter how much they try right we're not in a club no we're actually in a cinema it sounds like a club but it really isn't so we were going to go for the 10 o'clock 3D showing but it's IMAX and 16 frigging quid 16 bucks for an IMAX I went watching this is this is 10 o'clock on a Friday morning I mean they should do some sort of concession for that time in the morning yeah exactly but they obviously have people paying because it's but for a standard 2D showing was 11 pound 11 pound people I'm Shocked. It's amazed. I mean, I remember going to the cinema. It used to be five bucks. Uh, I know I was a student, but uh, so let's have a look at the layout here. We're, we're sitting pretty much in the middle. Yeah. 
um, middle, middle, south, middle. Yeah, literally smack back in the middle. Always um, the best place to go, I find. Yeah, because we got we got a like a balcony in front of us. Well, like a rest. We've got plenty of leg room. Nobody in front of us sitting back in their seats and uh, irritating us. Um, the only people who can do that would be wheelchair access. If, if someone in a wheelchair sits in front of me, I'm just going to wheel my way. Uh, we've got two, three, four safety exits. Four safety exits? Yeah. So okay, that's if, good. if a fire breaks out... We're not as screwed as we could be. Yeah, we're, we're, we're safe. Um, there's big... Litting up words on the side of the wall saying Odeon so we don't forget where we've just spent our money. <laughs> just remember where you are. Yeah. I just I just commented just as I sat down that the, the seats kind of are slightly pivoted at an angle. And it makes me think that if you've got loose change in your pocket, it's just going to roll out within the, spe- within the time of two hours. Yeah, and there'll be like a... The collector's part at the bottom of each chair. Yeah, maybe if we if we looked from higher up, we'll see that the the ground all sort of goes to the center. There's like a little hill that goes into the center, and all our change falls in down there. Yeah, and it, it, it just goes down for us to a sorting room. And that angry guy who served you water <laughs> is sitting in the, sitting down there trying to trying to count all his stacks of money. He, um, I just said, can I have a bottle of water, please? Yeah, which was one pound eighty-five. One pound eighty-five. And then he couldn't get his till to work, and he really lost it, didn't he? <laughs> he was losing his shit over no, a till. It won't work. It won't work. And he starts beating the side of his. Um, he starts beating the side of the till because clearly that would make it work. Yeah, because that helps, you know. But but then he finished doing that job, and he walked around the counter, and then he came and punched our tickets, and well, I say punched our tickets, tore it, and then said, "Screen seven. <laughs> We're clearly together. He took Stephen's ticket, ripped it, said screen seven. He took my ticket, ripped it, and said screen seven. And then for me, because obviously I don't look as well adjusted as Stephen does, he pointed to where screen seven was. <laughs> Did he? Yeah. And oh, it was easy to see where screen seven was because there's a doorway with a huge fucking seven on top of it. Kind of helpful. Yeah. <laughs> he's, trying, he's trying his best to be less aggressive, I guess. <laughs> 10 o'clock on a Friday morning. Who wants to be working then? Do you think he was angry because he hasn't upsold from a medium to a large popcorn today so far? That's probably what it is. And maybe he's spilt the cheese. Maybe he's spilt the liquid cheese. The watered-down liquid cheese. Okay, yeah. Yeah. That's freaking awesome. um, There's so much to talk about now. I mean, I... I, (laughs) Really? Wow. Okay. Let me just say, it is the absolute perfect comic book movie. Yeah. Um, it's made for a comic book. It looks like a comic book. Every single action sequence made sense. You knew where everything was. It, you know, that, that's how, you know. So I, it should I, be I, done. I'm on the surface now, but I'm actually looking, at, looking oh. at it from a different angle here. I'm looking at it because it is a comic book movie, and it yeah. is really well made, really well done. Dazzling spectacle. That's yeah. how. That's a that's a pure blockbuster film. Yeah, that's exactly what we've been missing for this last decade. You know. I didn't mind the corniness of the lines. No, because again, it's a comic book. It's a comic book film, and it wasn't trying to be anything else other than a comic, comic book, book film. film. How would you like the two D version? I actually preferred it. Yeah. Yeah, I'm glad I watched it in IMAX because it was so immersive. Yeah. But 
like at certain points I was getting like vertigo you know like when all that when like the car goes off the bridge yeah and yeah and grabs the bumper and then all of a sudden the bumper rips off and it just goes down you sort of feel it yeah so when you can just watch it on 2D it's like alright yeah your brain can do, do, do yeah. the rest of it yeah yeah that's like that's kind of what I th- think 3D would, would be like that's why I, I don't want to try it because I know it's going to be too much of a sensory overload yeah well I think 3D is just it, you have problems with um, the size of things everything just looks like toys yeah but with IMAX you're sort of in it yeah I you guess know what so I mean? yeah, yeah. So it's a little bit different so I preferred watch it 2D I'm glad I saw it in IMAX though so. yeah it gives you a full experience of the film and I also preferred it the second time the film yeah 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 cause there's, there's so much there is so much so you much, can take it yeah. all take it all in better the second time exactly and I think I think that's you know it's, this is the reason why movies are bought after you watch them and you watch them again and again. This yeah. is why, because there's so much to take in. And it's not nuts and bolts and things just being flung together for no reason. Everything kind of made sense. It was kind of like, it was like CGI poetry. It all rhymed. That's very I mean? good. That's a very good way of putting it. It, it was it's probably the first time where actually I didn't actually go, I don't know what the hell's going on. Yeah. Because it, it kind of made, yeah, it was fluid. But there was some corny dialogue in there too. <laughs> there was, but mostly off Captain America, and that's kind of his thing. That is, yeah, He's yeah. patriotic, and yeah, that's that, that's it. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, because none of the others really spoke like that. No, and I think they were, and it was it was actually still nice for them to still get aggravated with each other and fling yeah. each other around a bit. Well, the next film that's going to be coming out, sort of. Well, you've got more Marvel, but you got um, Civil War, which is going to be um, Iron Man against Captain America. Yes, because you mentioned, yeah. I yeah, remember you saying that. What's happening is um, because everything's happened, Tommy Stark thinks that anyone with superpowers should be registered, but Captain America is dead against that. Okay. And it's uh, to rip. So it's kind of like, the, yeah, yeah, getting ID'd and the, the freedom and the uh, freedom and the uh, patriotism. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Civil War. It's one of those strange entities where you, you, you can't really predict how it's going to end. Okay, I just wanted to get get a, a, a few a few of the people. Um, were Speedy Gonzalez and uh, and Carrie <laughs> were were they? X-Men mutants ah right because I thought they were mutants no they've been there's no connection they can't yeah the X-Men have the mutants Um, the Avengers can't have mutants it's some sort of law some sort of legal thing so they've been experimented on but Quicksilver fast guy he was in Days of Future Past Uh the same character but obviously different um, he was arguably better in Days of Future Past because he has this like amazing scene in it. But the Avengers, it's more like his actual comic book character. You know, they've got the Russian accents and stuff. Yeah. I okay. thought she was amazing. Uh, also, yeah, Scarlet Witch. So she, what, she basically the most powerful of them all. Them really, when she harnesses the power. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. More devastating. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. 
So you liked it? I, I did, yeah. Yeah, I was... Uh, I, I, I kind of felt like I was going into the film expecting that anyway. I expected... Um, I expected the spectacle. Now we're recording. So Elizabeth Olsen was pretty special. She was. I thought she was really good. I think she's turned out to be a really good actress. But her character, I think yeah. she's going to turn out to be so powerful. Yeah, that they'll evolve her. Because yeah. now they've got the it's almost like the next generation of uh, Avengers, Avengers, the trainers. And yeah, the second wave of Avengers team. Yeah, and uh, what was I going to say? I was going to say something. The the depth for these uh, yeah. these these characters is, is is more than I've ever seen in any superhero film, and I think this is probably what you were trying to tell me twenty five episodes ago <laughs> yeah. when we when we did the Babadook, or did the Babadook do us? I'm not sure. Um, <laughs> I think about that. <laughs> um, yeah, when I was kind of reluctant to touch any of these uh, superhero films, well, who was he driving? Like, is he in Ukraine? That's a bit of a <laughs> um, So yeah, yeah, it, it had a lot more depth, and yeah, I was I was pleasantly surprised. Okay, so you should have seen that coming. Yeah, I can't do a Russian accent. But I like the the repeti- at the very beginning. Um, Captain America has that thing about swearing. Yeah, and it just keeps coming up all the way through. It's it's operatic theme. Uh, yeah, it, it, it's repetition. It's rhyming. Like I say, it, it, there's there's like a certain the poetry. Up of, yeah, like the picking up of Thor's hammer. Yeah, the party all trying to do it, and then Vision picks it up, and everyone does that. that what do you hell? call it? Vision. Vision, yeah. That's his name. Alright. I thought it was uh, and Jasper. The, and then obviously at the very end there's some talking about it. Yeah, it's great. What was it Jasper Jacob? Uh, the, the name of the computer? Jarvis. Jarvis, that's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, see I'm totally into this. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea who anybody is. Yeah, really. yeah, about halfway through, Stephen leans to me and goes, Is that Paul Bettany? <laughs> I was just catching up. Paul Bettany well yeah like I said Paul Bettany voiced Jarvis although it's since the very first Iron Man film right ah so it was only logical I suppose for um, the actual actor to take on Vision okay absences were you were you happy that Gwyneth Paltrow wasn't in this one yes very much so I was happy that Natalie Portman wasn't in it I was surprised she wasn't in his Vision but I thought well, she, uh, she, when, she meant a lot to him right she does but when Thor had his vision it was um, back in Asgard wasn't it I'll take your word on that yeah, one yeah it was in Asgard and obviously um, you saw the gems in there <laughs> yeah. he's catching up on all the films though. yeah I mean um, I can tell you what I've watched because I understand I understand that these um, the, these Marvel films are split up into groups phase one phase two there's yeah. the uh, Avengers Ensemble um, which is Iron Man Thor Captain America the Hulk movie with with Edward Norton. Yeah. That that one that everybody remembers. Jennifer Connelly was in that one as well. No, Jennifer Connelly was in the one. The first one was it with Eric Banner. Really? Yeah, the one that Ang Lee directed. Eric Banner, of course. Yes, yes, yes. That was the one on the back of uh, Godzilla, the 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 bad 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 one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. gosh. Who was it in the um, Edward Norton version? Um, I can't 
Oh, Liv Tyler. That was it, yep, Liv Tyler. That was it. Just, just flew into my head. Um, where, why didn't, uh, why, why was Mark Ruffalo, uh... No one has really got Hulk right, apart from him and Joss Whedon. I think Mark Ruffalo is an incredible, um, version of, of the Hulk. I, I'm, I'm quite impressed by him. Yeah, he's almost scared of himself all the time. Yeah, I like that. I, I really saw that. Yeah, yeah, very. So, I think um, it just didn't quite work with Ed Norton. And maybe Ed Norton didn't really do the same sort of role for him, does it? A superhero. Yeah, he's not really... Um, well, I don't really see Hulk as a superhero. I think he's a flawed... I, th- I think he's uh, his superhero is his genius when he's not actually the Hulk. Well, that's the beauty of all of them. They're all flawed. Like, Tony yeah. Stark really is an arsehole. Yeah, yeah. Oh, he's true. But he's this billionaire genius, you know, and he built a suit, and that's basically it. Just a man in a can, as you said in Iron Man Three. Now, now the, the first film I, I saw, the first film a, a couple of weeks ago, the first Avengers, Avengers yeah. the, the first Avengers film, and the one thing that took me uh, that down a notch, um, that kind of took me out of the movie a little bit, was the fact that I knew that they would all survive. They weren't really in any danger. Um, they were just going to bounce off the walls, and they weren't going to get hurt. There wasn't anything at, 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 at jeopardy for them. But that was different this time. Did yeah, you feel that about the first film? No, because the, when I watched the very first Avengers film, um, I didn't know who was going to see the end of it. You know but, what I mean? but, but they all did, anyway. Well, they all did, obviously. Yeah, yeah but... Um, I was totally wrapped up in that film I thought it was amazing and I thought they did such a good job of getting all the different characters together and you know having them all working together was fantastic oh, and so, working against each other as well I guess yeah. well they have to argue and fall out before they come back together and realise that they're you know the greater than the sum of the parts and yeah and they did the first show of Fallen Out in this one as well didn't they which was, which was good and not, you know, not too artificial. It's not just out there to say, you know, it was it was perfectly placed because Stark was going out to 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 do his own thing again, and he's just not learning from his own, you know, mistakes. But again, though, they did it really well. Where he, he couldn't get it right, so they just left it. And then, while in his absence, he became a word, and Ultron became a word. Yeah, that's it straight away. So even though he going against the team well not telling the team what he was doing it was wrong it's yeah. kind of not his fault kind of but it's like well, it uh, fault, really. it's kind of like the Ghostbusters playing with the ooze in Ghostbusters 2 okay. they, they should have known better not to put it in the toaster but it danced it See, this sounds like our podcast now. We're it talking about other things now. Yeah, we're just drifting. We've, we've never actually done this in a car before. Um, driving podcast. <laughs> so, the podcast. Uh, it, it's very strange, very artificial um, environment to, to work in. So you said that about the toaster. I'm thinking, do you ever do you remember the uh, toaster in Red Dwarf? Oh yes. It's obsessed with making toast. And then <laughs> whatever like? he said, he came back to toast. I don't want no toast. So you're a Breville guy. <laughs> <laughs> Silicon Heaven? Yeah, Silicon Heaven. Silicon Heaven. Where all the microchips go with it. Well, where do all the, all the, uh, the calculators? It was the yeah, calculators. calculators, that's it. Yeah. Where do all the calculators go? 
Um, so as the story played out then, do you think it was paced perfectly? Well, it, it was paced like, um, like, like somebody in a speeding lane. It was very, very fast-paced, but when it slowed down, it, it took moments, and it really, really stopped. Yeah, do you th- what did you think about the backstory, especially with um, Scarlett Johansson, you know, about the, you know... Yeah, the... the, the she's going to have the babies. Well, Quite yeah. Dark, that. <laughs> it, it is pretty uh, pretty dark, and it's, uh, it's not something you get in superhero movies. I mean, imagine them trying this 20 years ago I think do you know what's, what's been going on this last 20 years is, is Joss Whedon has been watching this landscape of uh, superhero films um, it was possibly it was going down the toilet it was awful um, the, the first you know going back into the early 90s where they, they made the first Captain America with the big wings on the side of the head they made um, oh here we go here's my amazing long list of, of failed um well, yeah, I mean, think about it. The, the bit, Batman got a little bit fluffy, camp. a bit camp, and a bit nipples on the suit. Nipples on suits, and uh, I don't know. The, the, they did a Famous Four. Was it a Famous Four? Film? Fantastic Four. Fantastic Four. Film See, they were terrible. Bond. We saw the trailer for the new one. For this, didn't we? Yeah. Which looks marginally better, but well, they're, 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 they're reaching towards the Joss Whedon way, but still when you look back at, at all these weird things that came out in the early 90s well it started with Iron Man the very first Iron Man where yeah. things started getting good that's did they have the vision really really great film and I think yeah. see how well that did then we'll try something else and then they'll do Captain America the first Avenger that did well so Iron Man 2 and then Thor and they used directors you wouldn't think of yeah, I mean, Kenneth Branagh did uh, Kenneth Thor. Branagh did Thor. I mean, you would have thought that, but he made it really good. And especially when Thor comes to Earth and he's this fish out of water, arrogant git, who's not worthy to pick up the hammer yet until he finds himself. Gotcha. That's yeah. quite Shakespearean, isn't it? So I Very, yeah. Of, uh, yeah. Branagh to do that is right. But I, I, I haven't seen Thor. Of course you haven't. And I haven't seen Thor 2. Of course you haven't. Or Thor 3. Oh, yeah. Or four Thor, four four Thor, four four. Did Kenneth Branagh do the second one? No, no. I why not? That, why, why was Kenneth Branagh so? Uh, I don't think he was against it. I was was he just? I think he might be. He wanted the film to be out at a certain time. Because now we're that was phase one. Then they're in phase two. So we're currently be in phase three now. True, true. You know, if he's not available, you know, he's just done Cinderella, hasn't he? So if he's not available to do the film, they'll move on to the next. Yeah, Kenneth, Kenneth Branagh had a bit of a, a, a revamp on his career, really, with um, Thor, because he wasn't really doing much. No, and again, you know, he did Frankenstein, didn't he? It didn't do well at all. It wasn't. I think it's a really good film. It was a great film, the Robert De Niro 1993 yeah. or 92, doesn't matter. So I suppose it goes back to Kevin Feige, who's the mastermind behind all this Marvel Cinematic Universe. He seems to know the people that are right to do things. He knows the the processing going forward. I'm really excited to see where it goes next. You know, we've got Ant Man coming out soon, which I'm really looking forward to. It's weird. I'm I'm just getting used to all this uh, Ant Man. Well, I've never heard of Ant Man before. Right. Well, it looks like they take the mick out of it in the uh, in the film. In the trailer, is like uh, just one more thing. You know, can we change the name? 
you know, so they're taking Rick out of the pit cold because you know, Ant Man, Batman, yeah, Fish Man, Fish Man, yeah, yeah. Cat Man, do it was just all very, um, you know, tongue in cheek, tongue in cheek, yeah. yeah, well, very comic book, it is, <laughs> but that, that going back to this movie. Um, I did notice a few scenes where all the Avengers I think they did it in the first one as well where they were all having a big fight scene yeah. and they slow down and, and then we have a good look at everybody okay yep we're doing alright yeah yeah we're fine we're just making a maneuver yeah go on right. they slowed it all down and we had a look at everybody and I, I suddenly got it I figured it out you know when I said about this being a comic book movie that was a full page splash that was a full page splash of a comic book yeah. where you see all the action happening at once with all the characters um, this this was panelled this movie was panelled and, and I bet the storyboards were glorious I mean I'm surprised they wouldn't sell the storyboards as a comic book um, it, no, no doubt it was probably all pre-visualisation pre, pre yeah, 3D that, that no single artist other than Stan Lee would have actually touched the canvas but um, and wasn't he good in this? Yeah, he was great. All pissed off, Stanley. Great. But you know, yeah. like logistically, it's it's quite an achievement on the directing level, isn't it? Because some of those takes were incredibly long. Now there may be cuts that we didn't see. Yeah, yeah. But, like the opening, it's quite a while before you guys to see a cut, and they're all fighting, and there's lots of CGI in there, and it's logistically it's quite a, a marvel. To, um, <laughs> uh, to, yeah. but to watch and it's beautiful to watch the special effects these days are just incredible you can't tell what special effects and what's real anymore you mean the Hulk's not real? oh no the Hulk's real yeah, yeah. I've seen him I've seen him about yeah yeah yeah, yeah. hangs around um, Middleton <laughs> yeah. okay so is that better? yeah that's good that's good right so we're back in frame by frame HQ this is this is where all the magic usually happens. Indeed. Yeah, and um, wow. Yeah, we, I'm glad you liked it. I I really really enjoyed that. Yes, and I and I, yeah, I'm just glad that I actually caught up with, with a few of these movies because you know you, you've been telling me ever since the first episode yeah. to watch these films and um you know. I can see how people um, who maybe are into David Lynch films and you know that kind of thing will think. Um, superheroes, it's a bit dumb. It's not though. It's and not, that, yeah. Yeah, and you're they've right. created this universe and a thread that's going through. They've terrified other studios because DC are now trying to do the same thing. Yeah. You yes. know, it's to try and compete with it. They're doing Batman versus Superman to try and compete with this model. But that's not, thing. that's not, that's exactly what we don't want to see. I mean, as, as people who have a chip on our shoulder about superhero films, mm. um, you know, we don't want to just see people just trying we want to see people doing and this yeah. is what what the, this is the difference because we, we weren't and, until somebody actually tells us you know this is honestly going to be good trust me this is better than whatever you've seen before whatever weirdness you you, you that's, that's been going through the 90s you know just to, to ignore all that this is all past they're actually doing something better this time i'm just going to go for a little bit more output that's it but again, I think it always comes down to the person who's making the film and who's wrote the film, if they love the characters. Yeah, it's you're going to know it. Yeah, and then no matter what genre of film you're in, if you yeah. love the characters, that will come through. And you can tell that Joss Whedon loves the characters the same way as James Gunn loves the characters of Guardians of the Galaxy. You know, he loves them, 
he understands this universe and look what you can do. They weren't too. He wasn't too keen on Alien Resurrection, though. No, but I think the studio messed with that a lot, didn't they? Yeah, yeah. And Jean-Pierre Junet should not have directed it. No. And that's an example of a film that you know that had such a staple to it that was just completely thrown into this mm. quasi area. Well, and, again, and that's we, it. That's we the... were talking as we were driving back that of directors being a strange choice. Yeah. Yes, I right. mean, Joss Whedon was a strange choice to do the first Avengers film. Absolutely. And to write it. Well, probably not to write it, because his, his writing credentials speak for themselves, but I think the only other f- major film that he directed was Serenity. Mm-hmm. Yes. And then to give him this $100 million you know, investment it, it film, and then from the, him to then turn it into the third biggest grossing movie of all time. I'm I'm hoping that Age of Ultron um, knocks any Transformers movie off its on, on its head. Um, so do I, yeah, definitely. Yeah, because I, I think Michael B needs to just stop. He's got to watch that and think, God, I can't. What have I been doing? Well, there's there's such a big difference between these two movies. I mean, there's so much common sense and maturity in these in these Marvel creations mm. that are coming out now. There's there's maturity and there's understanding about film. That that's that's the fundamental thing. It's it's yeah. the, the story thread, the storytelling, um, the ability to to create the the right arcs when the storyline needs to to slow down. It really slows down. It's not afraid to just suddenly stop. And look out of a window. I mean, what was that about? I mean, that's incredible. That's an incredible, brave thing to do. Not, it's not brave to just blow things up all the time. Oh, when Vision just comes to the window yeah, and just then just stares at the just city, stops. and then they have that look, that fade where you just sit looking at his own reflection. It's yeah. a beautiful moment. It is, and it's every, all of a sudden everybody just you're not uncomfortable. You don't. It just feels so natural. Mm. Um, any other, I mean, that would have never have played out in 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 any Michael Bay film that I can imagine. There's just everything just stopping, um, but let's let's let, let's not talk about him because I think he's you know. He's, but um, th- this it's a maturity about understanding what film is and what it can do. Yeah, and, and to just have that just that witty banter. I can't get I can get past it with the first Avengers film because to me I thought it was a really funny film and not as dark as this. But to always have that Joss Whedon wit. Yes. Yeah, when Andy Circus when he's talking about what's he scared of, and he talks about that fish, the pilot fish. I feel he calls it something else, and it's really funny. The cuttlefish. Yeah, that's it. That's a really funny little. Just what he's scared of. Oh, so documentary ones terrified me. And it's just really funny. It's great. It is great. Yeah, I mean that was Andy Circus. That was Andy Circus. Oh my god. Because <laughs> they got yeah. him on board because all the Hulk stuff was motion captured. Mark Ruffalo yeah. did all that. Yeah, yeah. And um, they had him on, as, I guess, as technical support to sort of help. And they, I think they he give... wants to give him something. Yeah, yeah. I don't think he did. A, he did a really good job of that. Well, clearly, because you didn't know who Andy said. Well, yeah, but it, it was actually a really good character. I mean, it wasn't just a throwaway character. He really kind of stuck something in there yeah. that was that was you know. Memorable. He could have gone a little bit further with it, I guess, because you know when he obviously. Oh, oh yeah, we're definitely in the office. Yeah, oh, when Ultron essentially, ch- when Ultron yeah. chops his arm off. Yes. And then you know knocks him down the stairs, and he's just like he's down there. He's like, right, shoot them, shoot who, shoot everyone, just shoot. And everyone, then you don't yeah. see him again. Yeah. But then that's you've got that much in. The, you don't need to see him again, I guess. But you've got that much going on within the film. 
that, that you can't you keep. You don't need to, yeah. And I mean, otherwise the film would be three or four hours long. I mean, or or it would be two parts, like the Hobbit movies. Yeah. And the five armies uh, of which nobody can actually understand who who's who and who's fighting where. I mean, the, the the thing is, you can have five armies, you can have ten armies, you can have five transformers, you can have whatever. But mm. you've got you've still got to be able to identify all the pieces of your of your of your game. You've yeah. got to know where everything's going and where it's coming from, and and for them to execute that so well here, yeah, they let the small pieces drop off. They don't need to pick them up again. Absolutely, and you've set up the future universe you set it all up the future films that are coming out I, I I kind of wonder how far in advance they actually set all that up that that we're aware of I mean, I'm guessing that, like you say the first Iron Man was where it all started yeah um, but did they kind of like have this vision of well you, you know, know it, they are, it, they've not done it with Avengers with this one but well they, they did the mid credits thing with Thanos but yes. not at the very end but at the very end of Iron Man um, I think he gets home and uh, Nick Fury's there and says, "I want to talk to you about a team, an idea." So yeah, yeah, yeah. it was put there. The seed was planted, but they'd have to have gone for. I think it's that. Yeah, I'm sure it's that. Was that it the was. end of the second? Yeah, well, it was the first. Yeah, it was the first one. Yeah. It was the first one. I've only seen the first one. All <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. I'm guessing that Don Cheadle is in either the second or the third. Yeah. He, well, his character's in the first one. Oh, you, right. you know his friend um, I can't remember his name is played by Terence someone but Don Cheadle I think he, he, the actor didn't really play on very well oh with it, was a different, it was a different character different, yeah different, different actor so Don Cheadle Good. just basically took it up in the second right, one right yeah, yeah and now he's War Machine yeah he's a he's an interesting little addition to the team I, I, I wasn't really sure who he was you see so yeah well if you go you back and know. watch the films he, he's in the second one yeah Tony's losing it he's dying and he needs to figure out a way of sort of saving himself really and um, he has this big fight with Don Cheadle in it and um, he ends up just stealing one of his suits and then he, Don Cheadle who works for the military they turn it into war machine got you yeah. and, and then everything eventually you know anything bad can be turned into good yeah, yeah. It's, it's, and that's that's kind of the one thing about this is that it's about the opposing forces of negativity and, and positivity mm. good and evil um, they they gave those two kids a pass yeah because even though they, they you know pretty much kicked everything off mm. and uh, they yeah. did but I suppose they thought they blamed Tony Stark for yeah. the death of the family but you know, you find out in the in the first Iron Man that there's like some Middle Eastern terrorist group stole a load of these weapons and were bombing. Yeah, and, you yeah. Know, so that... different countries. So it, it was feasibly that I don't know. It wasn't Tony Stark person, but they blamed him. Yeah. So they thought we're going to kill the Avengers. But when you find out that Ultron's idea is to essentially wipe out all life on the planet and let it start again. Yeah, you got to take a backseat yeah. and think. Wait a second, whose side am I going to be on now? Yeah, and if but, you can't beat them, join them. Indeed. I'm actually glad because I, you know, when um, when Elizabeth Olsen was sitting there holding the uh, the explosive device, just b- before uh, was it before it went off, or was it when she actually had her big, uh, uh, big explosion, mm. her, her what, what do you call it, her outburst? Let's call it her outburst. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She turns it over, and I was kind of hoping that it wasn't going to say "Made by Stark Industries." I was oh, like, yeah. thinking, oh god, I hope it's not going to just. That's going to right kick her off again, isn't it? <laughs> I was like thinking, no, no, no. Um, 
but she's such a great character yeah she she she's almost damaged this this kind of middle yeah. eastern european girl i kind of recognize her in people that i've known in my past mm. and I, I i get where she comes from i get that um I get a little bit more of of Scarlett Johansson. Uh, what was her character's name? Uh, Black Widow. Black Widow. I get a little yeah, bit of more Natasha of Natasha Romanoff. Yeah, Natasha what? Romanoff. Oh, Romanoff. Yes, yeah, yeah. yes. Because I kept on hearing Romanoff, and I thought someone was mentioning Romanoff. I thought, don't play that to the Hulk. <laughs> um, but yeah, <laughs> but her character is very dark. You know what I mean? Yeah. She she was essentially taken away, tortured, turned into a weapon. But essentially, this is Scarlett Johansson's strength. She plays; she's kind of like the new Cynthia Rothrock of the of, of that's, that's an old reference for you guys who have no idea who she is. She was a martial arts uh, the the only martial arts woman allowed to make film in the in the eighties, I believe. Yeah. And and to to me, there was a fear of of her just being typecast as this of this kick-ass woman, kick-ass lady. Yeah. But but luckily, they've got a little bit of depth there for her yeah absolutely although she can pull the chops out acting wise when she wants to when she was telling the story about how they sterilised her and stuff yeah yeah there's pain there yeah there's definitely something that she she could lean to that was relevant but what about painful what what about the the Hulk Hulkbuster fight well everybody was I've I've heard about the Hulkbuster and uh, I've I've seen images of course when when researching for this i've seen all these people saying oh i've heard that there's going to be a fight between the hulk and the hulkbuster i'm like i'm like yeah yeah okay right calm down (laughs) oh come on it was amazing (laughs) it was it was staggering it was but um again such the technical achievement to have achieved the hulk is still flesh and blood right now what is he made of what is that well that's the thing with him the he's just pure anger it's pure rage. So the more you hurt him, the angrier he gets, and he just doesn't stop. And that's it's it's incredible because he was just panning him through. I mean, I mean, I mean <laughs> well, that was really funny though. He smack him in the face. Him in the go face. to sleep. Go to sleep. Go to sleep. Go to sleep. You know. Yeah, it's kind of like the worst thing you should ever do with a baby. <laughs> it's like, yeah. This is like the the this is parenting one hundred and one, not a how to. This is a yeah. cautionary tale. Um, it was it, that's kind of what you thought. It's like that's what they're doing here. Right? Yeah, they were just trying to pummel him into submission, and then that's why they have the the lullaby. You see, they're likening Hulk to being a a child having tantrums, Mm. and that's what it is. The more you, the more you irritate the child, the more he's going to get angry and irritated. Um, So, so the film, we loved it. We loved it. It's a good film. Um, Go see it. Um, Just, just. Ticket up the charts. I don't think it's going to be a problem. I don't think it's going to be a problem. I think no. I would like it. It would be great if it took off James Cameron's mantle and became the highest selling film of all time. It wouldn't hurt. Think it's possible. Think there's it a possibility of it doing that. No. First Avengers. They've got to be ca- number three. Yeah, they've got to be careful. But uh, there's bound to be something around the corner that's going to snap back. I mean, there's always Avatar two. You know. Oh Christ. There's, there's always... No one cares about it. Anyway, let's talk about it. <laughs> there isn't, thank goodness. Yes. But, so, you know, yeah. the last thing I want to talk about, right, we love the film. I, I I watched it last night, and I've watched it this morning. Are you going to watch it again? better the second time? Probably. I'll probably go with Sam again. Um, <laughs> but do you think superhero films are going to get to the point and break? Everything does. There's only so far. Like they say in the Avengers, 
Nothing lasts forever. Nothing lasts forever. And yeah, you've got to think in terms of this is this is the golden age now. Mm. Maybe this is it. Like, I mean, every every eighties was like action, mostly action stars. Nineties martial arts was, as well. Like, you yeah. know, they had all that, but they, they weren't making great money. Um, it's, but it's not about money; it's about popularity. I think that mm. it's about it's about what you remember from this era. It's going to be yeah. the era of, I mean, the, the tens. The two tens are going to be all about um, the Marvel. When I watched it last um, night, it was all nerds like myself. Everyone had the like, Captain America coats on and all that kind of stuff. We were I, very inconspicuous today. Very yeah, black well, and, today we could. Yeah, yeah the, today yeah, I thought I didn't think there'd be many people there, but it was quite busy considering it was ten thirty on a Friday morning. Yeah, there's about so the weekend's going to be huge. For yeah, this. it's going to yeah. be huge, man. It's going to be big, and I, I think when the America when America releases, it's going to be even bigger. Yeah. Um. And wow, of course. Joss Whedon, man, thank you very much. You made an incredible film. Um, long may this superhero thing continue. Okay, so, so remember to um, clock into roastedportions.com and uh, you can get all the episodes there. You can also be redirected straight to the SoundCloud, yep. which is frame by frame two. Two. It's frame by frame two. Yeah, someone got in before us. Yes. Uh, you can email us on frame by frame 78 at gmail.com. You can also find us on the Roasted Portions um, YouTube channel and on Facebook. We have a, a page as well. Please like us. We're yeah, there. You, yeah. You'll, you'll recognise the logo. It's it's right there. Um, we need your support. We'd love your support. We want to start making more of these. We want to we want to be able to go to the cinema a lot more and get some new uh, films under our belt um, and keep coming to you with these yeah. fresh reviews. But yeah, thanks for listening and um, yeah, check out Avengers: Age of Ultron. Yes. Quite amazing. Exactly. Thank you. And thank you. Yeah. That's Andy. He's my driver. You know, I'm going to take this opportunity to to let the people know how they can contact our friends at Frame by Frame. They do that podcast. You know, two guys, yeah. They do the podcast, okay? So how. They're they're nice. They're they're like a forest, which is a beautiful thing. Exactly. And so if you want to to, to do the communicating thing, you know, the social networking uh, thing. Yeah, you can uh, can tweet those guys at Frame by Frame 78. If you'd like to go to the website, that will be www.roastedportions.com. You don't need to do the www. It's implied that it's going to be the World Wide Web. People need to know that. Okay, just go to roastedportions.com, okay? You go down on the right-hand side, you've got the social connections. You can you can talk to the people who do the show. You can even talk to uh, um, the people who made that movie, you know, CACO3. Who'd want to talk to those mooks? I don't know, they made a pretty interesting movie, right? Yeah. It was in black and white. Yeah, black and white. I yeah, like you know, that. We like black and white. because, And there was also some trees in that movie, too. Oh, trees. It's like, like being in a forest, which is a beautiful thing. Other connections. You can really get to know these people on YouTube as well. And if you want to comment on their, on their podcast, I urge you to do that. Okay. Yeah, I think it is a, a proper, really nice thing if people want to start contacting these Subscribe guys. Subscribe to them and then and com- comment. I mean, it's just just polite, you know. Also, you can email them at framebyframe78 at gmail.com. That's it. I think that's everything wrapped up, so. Hey, I'm gonna I'm gonna go and plant a tree somewhere. Okay, you go plant some trees. I'm, I'm gonna, gonna go, go and plant a tree. I'm gonna go tweet. You tweet. 
I'll point a tree. It's us. We're out of here.